Fantasy Show Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Baseball Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Happy playoffs. I'm your host, Adam Caster. Here as always, my co-host at Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how are you? Good. Good. It's almost Christmas time. And I don't I know. As I've said, as I've said, if uh, just every time I've been on this program, I'm just gonna say it again. I love Christmas. Oh, man, it's a big thing with the people. The, the people love I love Christmas. People, <laughs> I guess so. The people love it. I, I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should have, maybe I should have that shit trademarked. Yeah, that's a that's a t-shirt waiting to happen, I think. No, I I think I think it is. That could be the first part. I love Christmas. And or maybe a ringtone. Could be, could be a ringtone. Yeah, definitely, definitely could be a ringtone. If, but uh, I don't have the techno the technological advancement to, uh, to to come up with that. So, you know, me neither. But yeah, did you? So how many leagues did you make playoffs in? Um, out of twelve, I made in five. Oh, horrific! Yeah, Horrible. I. This is weird because I usually you do a lot better than me. In no, this is my this is my worst fantasy year that, that I've ever had by far. Yeah, and this in is terms like, of in terms of enjoyment and in terms of results. This has been one of my better years. I mean, I got a first round buy in the non guillotine league that I'm in, and then I'm still alive in the guillotine. So, and my problem is, I'm mean, at twelve. It's just too many. It's too many. I, I have to I have to cut leagues next year. That that was my biggest problem. There aren't enough hours in the day. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it's it loses its shine when you're in that many leagues. It just does. And like and I know people just from work that, you know, they're in like 25, 30 leagues. I'm just like, how? How? How, yeah. how are you in that many leagues? Well, are all those leagues for money? Are you allowed to say? Uh mine? Uh- Mine? Yeah, you, yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, brutal year, brutal year. Um, missed out on a playoff spot by point four. Oh, thank you to the Miami Dolphins. Oh, yep. Oof. Tough, tough stuff. But but it is the way it this year has gone. So. Just pour a little bit more salt in the wound uh, while we can. But I do have, out of the five, I do have two buys and two four seeds and a five seed. So there's a chance to recoup something. Yep. All right. But can't wait for the offseason. Can't wait. (laughs) The offseason is fun, though. I think, uh, like, the actual fantasy season is just so stressful. But the offseason is always kind of chill. The offseason. The offseason can't come soon enough. (laughs) <laughs> and there'll be some people that are hear this and, and and be like, oh, he doesn't like fantasy. I do. I do. But to me, to me, it's not a hobby. It's not a oh, hobby. Yeah. Well, to everybody listening to this, it's a hobby. Do you think that somebody well, most, who hates most fantasy? Most people listen to this, it's a hobby. What's that? Do you think most of the people listening to this or no, hold on. Do you think that Somebody who hates fantasy would be recording three to four podcasts a week about fantasy. True, true. <laughs> but the way the way that, that I and describe that's just it, with me, by the way. 
you are on a million I, other ones. I describe it. It's like fantasy is my wife. I love her, but I hate her. Well, it's your I'm job. I'm married to her. Only the difference is there's no divorce. No, well, fantasy is your job. Yeah, exactly. What are we going to do? If I, I stop playing fantasy, I stop doing my job. Yeah. So, well, can't do that. I mean, well, I can. It's not, it, it's a pretty shitty thing to do, but no, can't do that. You can't do that. Fantasy football to me is like, it's like a marriage. You love the person you're married to, but you hate them all at the same time. I guess. I it don't works. Know. It's functional. I mean, I don't know. I don't have that relationship with fantasy because it's not my full-time Because it's a job. hobby. Because it's a yes. hobby. Exactly. I just, do, I just do this. Right. It's a hobby. Yeah. It's a big, 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 big difference. There's no pressure. There's no pressure. You you, you don't win. It's just like, oh, okay, whatever. But right. you, don't, you don't deliver on ranks. You give shitty advice. You underperform in your leagues. And all of a sudden, it's like the world's falling down. Yeah. Well, so let's go get him next year. <laughs> well, this turned into a very not the discussion I was I thought we were gonna have, but about the playoffs and everything. But best of luck to everybody. We do have some, a bit of uh, breaking news that is breaking when we're recording this. But by the time you're listening to this, it will not be. It would be a day old. But Keenan Allen out for Thursday night against the Vegas Raiders. And um, also I noticed that Josh Palmer is has been activated off of IR. So that is good for people who have Josh Palmer, but not great for people who have Keenan Allen. But honestly, are you starting Josh Palmer with Easton Stick? Great name, by the way. Still great. Shame he's not a hockey player. Um, oh, is this a serious question? I don't know. Are you expecting an answer? It, yeah, it's probably. I know the answer. The Fuck answer no. is no. Yeah, Fuck the answer no. is no. No, 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 no. No, no. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The only charge that you are starting with the any sliver of confidence is is Austin Eckler, who I, I thought about giving him a boost in the ranks, but I, I just can't, I can't do it. I can't put him over Bijan. I can't put him over Kyron, uh, Kamara, McCaffrey. I can't do it. Yeah. Because th- this game is going to be a shit show. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare. It, it definitely is going to be a nightmare. And, and by the way, um, pick up, uh, pick up Samir white. Do yourself a favor. Yes. Cause yeah, Josh Jacobson hadn't practiced all week. So, right. Right, and he's looking. He's looking doubtful right now. The projections on ESPN have him as like point two, so he is like the he is the steal of all steals right now. Oh, Zamir White. I was like, Josh Jacobs is at like sixteen. Yeah, Zamir White. Zamir White. And if Josh yeah. Jacobs plays, Josh Jacobs plays. Okay, no problem. But if you have if you have a running back issue, if you're a Josh Jacobs manager and you don't have Zamir White, do yourself a favor. Just go pick up Zamir White. Give yourself that option. Honestly, I'm not even. I don't know. Josh Jacobs wasn't – you and Jake already talked about this, so I'm not even going to rehash it. We're going to go – we have we have a bunch of games to talk about. Well, what's, fun, what's funny too, last thing that, I, that I'll mention is I did say on the uh, the AFC show, we recorded that at 9.15. That was before the Keenan Allen thing 
broke at all. And I said to Jake on that show, you can go listen to it because I remember saying it. I said to Jake, it would not surprise me if the Chargers just, just decide, you know what, because Herbert's done. If Keenan Allen is not 100%, we're just going to sit him. Not 99.9, wow. 100. I said, I wonder if they sit Keenan Allen. That's exactly what they did. Which is crazy because they're still technically fighting for a playoff spot. They're in the hunt. Yeah, they're still in the hunt, technically. Yes. Well, in the same way that the Jets are in the hunt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. On life support. Yeah. But, I mean, I get it. Like, they're not going anywhere. Even if they make the playoffs in the unlikely scenario that that happens. They're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Um, Okay, so that's the big news out of uh out of this game so let's get into the nfc um one nfc home game on saturday and that is the broncos at ford field against the detroit lions um where do you want to start with this one i mean the the broncos have been getting better this and better a fun game yes this will be a really really fun game i don't look know for, the- look forward to this one a lot Detroit's weird though. Over the past couple of weeks, they struggled. They've struggled, and their defense can't stop a nosebleed. Oh, I like that reference. What the defense can't stop a nosebleed? Yeah, it's a, it's you don't know that it's from. So you you know Bart Scott's like fan, like that rant that he had. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, so that's one of the. He's like. Their defense, he was like, their defense can't stop a nosebleed when he was talking about the Patriots. He's like, yeah. Oh, I, say that, I, say that, I say that all the time. I know. But I just thought it was a good reference. He That's knows he's th- not talking about the Jets, so he has to bring up something about the Jets to beat his Jets quota. I'm sorry. This is a thing. Whatever. There, are, I'm sure there are other Jets fans listening to this. They'll probably thought about that when you said that. All I know, all I know for the uh, for the non Jets fans out there, do not worry. You will not hear me talk about my football team ever when they are not applicable. Okay, well, whatever. I'm for, again, again, the common folk, man of the people, big time cursor. You know the the, yes. the, the whole shtick. Whole shtick. I actually I have a Bart Scott jersey, but anyway, that's besides the point. So the Detroit Lions, yes, they're just a weird up and down team. Yeah, I mean they Jared Goff was not great against the Bears. Like I wrongly, well, like you predicted. Um, there you go. I, I may suck at fantasy, but I'm very good at analyzing it. Hello. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just like they're reeling, but they're yeah. they're four and two at home, which it, and you know they always play pretty well at home, and so could be a, a solid matchup. Like you're starting Jared Goff in this game. You're starting Gibbs and I don't know. Has Montgomery kind of fallen off for you? You, you have to start the both. You have to start Montgomery. You have to start Gibbs, even though I have I have Gibbs higher. The the matchup for the Detroit Lions running backs against this this Denver front. I mean, it is just so incredibly juicy. Denver concedes the most points to the running up position in fantasy. Um, and they've allowed 70 plus rushing yards to the running back position in their last five games, three touchdowns in that last five as well. You, you you have to. You absolutely have to. Granted, they've been better 
against against running backs and a lot of the damage was done of course back in week three when they allowed the five touchdown day uh it's the dolphins guys but they still concede points to the running back position and there's no reason for me to think that jameer gibbs and david montgomery won't have uh, a pretty good day gibbs a top 10 play for me montgomery is an as a solid enough rb2 i would be starting them both montgomery your floor play Jameer Gibbs, your your ceiling. I would expect both of them probably get into the into the end zone uh, in this matchup. Interesting. I mean, you're. I agree, though. I definitely do. Um. So the other aspect of this is the receivers and uh, Sam Laporta for Detroit. I mean, you're starting say Brown. You start. You're starting Laporta. Okay. Tough matchup. It's a tough matchup, though, for for St. Brown, and it, 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 we might see a lot of St. Brown maybe in the slot to keep him away from from Sertan. But it'd be very interesting to see, you know, what the what the Lions do and what Denver does uh, as well. Do they decide, you know, what we're just going to let somebody else beat them? But maybe that guy that's going to end up beating them might end up being Sam Laporta. The Broncos have allowed at least fifty yards to the tight end position in the last five. Yeah, oh my god, that five touchdown day for Denver really skews their numbers. Yes, it does. In a big way. But, you know, their defense is good. Like it's and you know, they've been playing a lot better recently. Really no, since the their secondary since is really the, good. Yeah, and since that, you know, 70 point shellacking in Miami, they have been yeah, they've been a lot better. Yeah, and I I think Goff I think Goff will, will will bounce back here. I think Goff will bounce back here. Probably your usual Jared Goff day, two sixty and two. I think is a reasonable enough ask. And then anything anything on top of that is is gravy. Maybe expect a pick in there as well, just because the Broncos on back on the back end are are particularly strong. So maybe a pick is is reasonable enough to to uh, to project. And I am I am going to get into the projections business next year. That I am absolutely going to do. I'm going to start doing weekly, weekly projections. Goodbye, my life. But for for the sake of uh, you beautiful people and well, my own career advancement, uh, I think I think me doing projections probably would be a, a very very wise decision. Yeah, the thing about the Denver Broncos against the quarterback position is that they haven't allowed 20 points since they played the Chicago Bears. Yeah, but you're but you're asking though with where you have Jared Goff in the ranks, you're asking for it to be a two fifty and two sort of day, and if you can get that, fantastic. I mean, but we also got to look at the quarterbacks that they that they faced. They stifled Mahomes. They stifled Josh Allen. Bravo. You know, there's there's, there's nothing about that. But they've gone up against Minnesota, Cleveland, Houston, and the Chargers. Yeah, well, but to Adam's point, this defense is really good. Yeah, it's not; they're not one to mess with at all, at all. Um, and now the Denver Broncos. Uh, what are you looking? What are you thinking? Are you starting? And like everything has a more a more serious high stakes tone because it's the playoffs and it's like all these start sit questions. You could just add a little disclaimer, like 
will you start this player in the playoffs? Because that's how you have to think about it. I'm definitely starting Russell Wilson. Yeah, the uh, no Detroit doubt. Lions are ranked 29th against the quarterback position. It just comes down to watching the Lions. They cannot stop anybody. They yeah, can mess so- up anybody. They are beat up on the back end. Yeah, Russell Wilson is a is a fine, fine, fine start this week for a Denver Broncos team that, quite frankly, has a lot to play for. Yeah, absolutely. Who thought? Who would have thought that the Denver Broncos would be here? Not me. Earlier this season. Not me. Not me. And and I guess smooth transition as well. Uh, it it does scream like a if you're going to beat this Detroit Lions team. It's going to be done through the air and not on the ground where, you know, I I definitely have some concerns about Javante Williams. You need a touchdown from him. Just point blank period. He scores a touchdown. You're sitting pretty. He'll have a really good day for you. But if he doesn't score a touchdown, he's going to be, he's going to be terrible. Here is game. Here is numbers in full point PPR in which he hasn't scored a touchdown. 9.7, 7.8, 8.5, 3.9, 7.2, 12.2, 9.7, 10.1, That's brutal. Yeah, that is absolutely brutal. I If you think Javante Williams is going to score a touchdown, you play him. If you don't think Javante Williams is going to score a touchdown, you find somebody else that is, be- is better off playing. I don't think Javante Williams is going to score a touchdown, and I have Javante Williams outside of my top 24 for the week. Yeah, and Detroit is good against the run. So, yeah, at least yeah. from a fantasy perspective. And they, since their bye week, they've only allowed four touchdowns. And that's in yeah, yeah. five games. Say what you want about the, the, the back end for Detroit, but the front end has been really, really good. It's been, you know, trying to keep that, that defense very much together. Yeah, so if you think that Javante Williams is going to score a touchdown, then that's not a good idea. I don't think, I don't think that. Well, it's, I think it's also buying into points. And if you if you think that this is going to be a high scoring a high scoring game, then it may not be a bad idea to play Javante Williams. But just know that the floor is non-existent. Well, I feel like those points are probably going to be more through the air from both sides. Yeah, but guess what? You get you get it done through the air. All it takes is Javante Williams get a uh, two or three yard touchdown. That's all he needs. Yeah, he could be the most inefficient guy on planet Earth. He could have fifteen carries for fifty yards, sprinkle in maybe three, four catches. Guy scores a touchdown. That's a fifteen point day. Well done. Yeah, and I mean, he has gotten, you know, some good receiving work recently. He's had at least two catches in, you know, since the bye week. And really since the Packers game, he's had three catches in in every game but one. So, I mean, in PPR, that's good. I'm not talking myself into starting Javante Williams if I I had him anywhere, but I just don't like it. Vegas also really likes this game to be high scoring with a lot of points 47 and a half over, over under right now and it opened and it opened at 46 and a half so people wow. are people are hammering that over that's crazy um i mean it makes sense these are two potentially high powered offenses so we'll see yes 
All right. So next up here is the Buccaneers and the Packers. Oh, we didn't we didn't talk about Cortland Sutton. Oh, or Jerry Judy. Yeah. Okay. Are you okay. not sorry, Jerry Judy, but you are starting Cortland Sutton. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, one thousand percent. If there is a guy that I will bank on that will have a that will have a good day and probably score because that's what Cortland Sutton does. It, it, this this is your guy. But again, much the same ilk as Javante. He doesn't score, you're screwed. He scores, you are sitting real pretty. And in this matchup against the Lions, where we are projecting an air show, Cortland Sutton could have one of those games where he has six, seven, eight catches. And you are just loving life. I love Corton Sutton this week. Uh, yeah, fire him up. He's a top 20 play for me. Yeah, and also, um, it's good that you mentioned this because there's like an inkling that Greg Dolchich might come back from IR. I mean, yeah. Yay. Not starting cool. him. Okay. Not starting him, but... It's fun. Okay. Good for any dynasty managers that have Greg Dolchich. Not speaking about anybody specifically. <laughs> okay. All right. So now we'll move on to the Bucks and the Packers. Man, remember when this game was between two good quarterbacks? Two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time for like two years for like two years. And then arguably and then arguably now it's between the most it's the most intriguing matchup on the Sunday slate. Two teams that are six and seven. One of these teams is going to be seven and seven, and more likely than not, in a playoff spot at the end of this game. Yeah, well, especially and one Hell, of these teams, both of them could be. Both of them the, could be if other if other results happen. One of these teams has a chance to cement first place in their division with this mm-hmm. game, and it's not the Packers; it's the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, let's start with the road team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, I mean, hey, listen, Tommy DeVito carved up this team, this defense. So if Tommy DeVito can do it, Baker can do it too. Passing pies on. Tommy Cutlets. Love that guy. Passing pies on. See, I I could say that. I could say that. Yeah, no, I can't say that. You cannot say that. You cannot say that. I can no. say that. <laughs> yeah, B- Baker's a good stream. He's a good stream. If you, if you have concerns maybe about Kyler against San Francisco and maybe you want to, to divert from that and and play somebody else, Baker could be a uh, could be a good pivot. But me personally, I wouldn't do it. I mean, maybe I, I, need- I would I would probably be playing Kyler. I mean, maybe you were a Justin Herbert manager. Yeah, who is yeah. who is now fucked, and it's like, oh, Baker Mayfield. Let's well, do I'm it. gonna say, I'm gonna say now what I've been saying, what I said this morning. I've been saying it on any show, any other show that I've done. If you lost Justin Herbert and you're looking for a quarterback, Matthew Stafford is your guy. Yeah, that matchup against the Commanders is pretty good. Yeah, it will get to it, but but just point blank, simply put. Before you do anything, because it's going to take a while before we get there, I just want to put it out there right now. Matthew Stafford is the ultimate streaming quarterback this week. Yep. Yeah, honestly, I kind of like the other guy in that game too. Sam? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's fine. 
All right, cool. And then uh, the running back position, Rashad White. Have to. Massive heater. Got to. Have to. Mike Evans. Have to. You got to. And that's it. Yeah, you can't yeah, you it. can't start that's Chris it. Godwin. You can't. You can't start Kate Otten as much as we love him. Sure, you can. You could always start Kate Otten. No, you can't. No, you can't. Kate Otten's a great guy, though. Hey, Packers. Packers have allowed three touchdowns to the tight end position. Three of the last four. That's a fair point, but still, so, looking for a sneaky, a sneaky tight end stream. Maybe Kate Otten could be the guy. Yeah. Well, before the Giants game, they had allowed. Passing touchdowns in three straight. Well, Daniel, uh, Daniel Bellinger was not scoring a touchdown against them. <sighs> yeah, that's a fair point. All right. And then the Packers. Yeah. So, yeah. Jordan Love. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, the low Bucks are. Stre- low end streaming option. I like it a lot. I go back and forth between him and Jared Goff. I've been doing it all day. Interesting. And I mean, the real, like the big news or the big uh, questions about this game, as far as the running back position and the Packers is Aaron Jones, if he's going to come back and we'll see about that. I mean, the matchup, honestly, the matchup lately is good. Bucks have allowed five rushing touchdowns in the last three games. But even if Aaron Jones were to play, do you really want to? In a playoff a, game, B, not really. Have Aaron Jones as a playoff team? That's the that's another question that I have. That's a fair point. That's a really fair point. I highly doubt it. Yeah, so, I also doubt it. So, personally, me, I wouldn't. If yeah, you have a choice. If you're in a deeper league and and he's your only option, then I get it. The matchup's fine. Go ahead. But if Aaron Jones comfortably, if he's playing this week, I can't see Aaron Jones being anything more than, what are Dylan? AJ Dylan's my RB36. I can't see Aaron Jones being anything higher than a high-end flex option for me. Yeah, and Aaron Jones, like, he has had a horrible season. Just injuries. Injuries. He has struggled with injuries all year long. Get ready for him to be a New York Jet next year. Great. I'm Second telling you, beat. the Jets, the New York Jets next year is going to be the retirement home for former Green Bay Packers. Too bad Jordy Nelson and Donald Driver and James Jones are already retired. They might come back. When they hear the wages that the Jets are giving out to X to X Packers, they might come back. Hmm. Be on the lookout for Jermichael Finley, too. I was also thinking about Jermichael Finley. Great guy. Great guy. Just Michael fin- Jermichael Finley has won me a championship or two. I love that dude. Talk about guys who struggle with injuries for their entire career. Yeah. Yeah. I do. He's I do love I do love Jermichael Finley. Too big for his own good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we'll take Christian Watson. And AJ AJ Dillon is a low end flex, by the way. Low end okay. flex. If there if there's no Aaron Jones, if there is Aaron Jones, then AJ Dillon never. Yeah, but honestly, like you said, 
do you have AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones if you're a playoff team? I would imagine AJ uh, playoff teams have AJ Dillon because he was so cheap. Probably you probably got him off of waivers. You probably drafted him, or yeah, you got him off got him off of waivers, but he wasn't costing you what Aaron Jones cost you. Yeah. All right, uh, the receivers, Christian Watson. If he plays, we'll see. If he plays, I don't hate it. Well, the crazy thing is, is that it was like a surprise inactive or surprise like on Saturday or something. They were like, oh, yeah, so he's out. He's already been ruled out for Monday. Well, yeah, because he he, re- he re-aggravated that hamstring, which has been killing him all year. Right. And has had a history of hamstring injuries as well. So this is right. nothing new. Yeah. Well, once you get one soft tissue injury, then it's just a... The avalanche. Yeah, comes they, don't, and... they don't stop normally. Right. So but yeah. if, if Watson plays, I, I would definitely have a have a think about it, depending on what your other options are. Yeah, I mean the Packers are pretty thin at receiver. Uh yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they'll definitely address the receiver position in, in, in the offseason. But if Watson can't go. I love Jaden Reed this week. I, I love him a lot. Yeah, and if well, if Jaden Reed plays, also he's he's injured too. Yeah, only went only Wednesday. I'm not I'm not particularly concerned as of yet. Talk to me Thursday or Friday. Okay, I mean this is great for Romeo Dobbs though. Well, if if, if on some planet that. Christian Watson and Jaden Reed can't go. Yeah, it'll be fantastic for Romeo Dobbs. And and just by default, I think Romeo Dobbs would have to be a must start. Yeah. But you're not starting Malik Heath. Guys no. who watch the, people who watch the Giants game are like, oh, that guy scored a touchdown. Don't do that. Uh, that guy scored a touchdown and then celebrated like he won the goddamn Super Bowl. <laughs> a touchdown that was barely even a touchdown. It was a great catch. Great it catch. It was a great catch. Don't get me wrong, but. The guy celebrated like he just won the Lombardi Trophy, <laughs> and ended up losing the game. Like, nice, nice, nice. And then you're not starting Tucker Crafts. No, no, no. I'm surprised I got you to like actually think about that. No, because I, I I think Tucker Craft is very talented, and and this might be a hot take for some, but I think Tucker Craft is better than Luke Musgrave. Huh? I, I mean, think I, don't Tucker, know. I think Tucker Craft is better than Luke Musgrave. I think Tucker Craft is actually the the at least in dynasty, he's the Packers tight end that I I would want to have. So in in the off season, he is a priority buy for me. There's two guys that this off season I'm going to move heaven and earth to get in dynasty and for any of our dynasty players, you know, I'm looking out for you. Number one, number two, take notes. Uh, the two of them going to be moving heaven and earth to go, to go and get, well, three, three are Tucker craft, Drake London and T Higgins. Interesting. I'll be moving heaven and fucking earth to get them. I wonder T Higgins is going to be interesting. He he goes back to he goes back to Cincinnati. Oh my god! And then potentially T Higgins back in Cincinnati on a one year deal 
for at least one of my teams where I could use T Higgins as a rebuilding team. Oh my God. That's that just screams trade chip and, an, and another asset. Like why not? Yeah. Why not? I don't know any, I don't know enough about Tucker craft and Luke Musgrave to really contribute to this debate. So I'll take your word for it. Let's uh, move on then and talk about the New York football giants as they head down to the big easy to play the new Orleans saints at the uh, Superdome. So my question is, this is wild. Are you starting Tommy DeVito? The passing pies on the quest. Okay. Quest us on the queer. Uh, no, no. <laughs> okay. Love him, I love him though. He is, he has made the giants fun and anybody who could make the giants fun is a friend of mine. This guy's got a great NFL career. It, it, and and Jake Jake said it on he may have said it on the show he may have said it afterwards I'm not I'm not quite sure but he he he's gonna have a very good NFL career as as as, as a backup quarterback um the 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 circus surrounding him is is quite literally insane um but it's fun it 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 is a lot of fun it's very it's very uh, Jeremy Lin esque. Yes, very well. Lin Sanity is the bar that everybody uses to yeah, compare. Yeah, it, 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 it is just about there. It's fun. It, it it is a lot of fun. Do you want me? To, so my dad, big Giants fan. After the game on Monday, he's like, "The Giants should trade Daniel Jones and keep Tommy DeVito." That's what he texted me. That's what a lot of Giants fans <laughs> are saying, and and anybody who is going to go out out on that limb, um, be careful what you wish for. That's all I say. Yeah, because. Nobody ever talks about what happened the season after Lynn Sanity. Correct. That's exactly <laughs> right. Remember, that's one of the best decisions the Knicks ever made was they took so much heat for not re-signing Jeremy Lynn. And then what happened? Yeah. One of the best decisions the New York Knicks ever have ever made. And trust me, there are very few decisions there. <laughs> I've ever made where I could say, yeah, actually it was a very good business decision. And that was one of them. Yes. Um, so yeah. Stay Saquon Barkley. You're starting though. Yeah. Saquon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yep. You're starting Barkley. Yep. And then, I mean, Wandale, we, we talked about him in the off season as like a good, as a good player, good guy to, uh, to play. But like at this point, it's the playoffs. Are you starting any Giants receiver? Absolutely not. No chance. Okay. And then Darren Waller is probably not going to play. Nope. That's the, the, the plan is Darren Waller is going to come back. Oh, really? That's the plan. At least okay. it's what they're hoping. Well, that's another soft tissue injury that they have to worry about. Darren Waller. Yeah, it's another hamstring. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's kept him out, but all, he he came from came directly from the source that he plans on hopefully being able to play in in this game, and it's a good matchup for him. It's a good matchup for him. The Saints are uh, bottom half of the league in terms of teams against tight ends, so it's it's not a terrible play. I would pr- preferably want to see it first. Um, he, he he'll be in that group of tight ends of. 
they need a touchdown. Otherwise, you're kicking yourself and you're asking yourself, what the hell am I doing with my live stream this tight end? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then let's move on to the Saints. So Derek Carr, Derek Carr, just absolutely fucking not. Other injury news is uh, Taysom Hill, Jamal Williams, Chris Olave, all stuff that we kind of know about. Um, Rashid Shahid also. Um, all stuff to monitor as we go further and further into the week. You're playing Kamara, you're playing Olave, and if Taysom Hill does start, I would fire up Taysom Hill. All right, cool. I don't hate Taysom this week. I don't hate it. Wow, that's nice. Go Cougs. Go fucking Cougs, absolutely. But it also depends on, like, Taysom would be my tight end 12. Gotcha. So there are better options out there, I'm sure. Yes. All right, cool. Anything else for this game? Uh, No. No. I got nothing else to say. Okay. Next up, the Falcons in Carolina to play the Panthers. God. Matt, don't contain – try to contain your excitement for this game. All right, I'm a big Falcons fan. Yes, huge Falcons fan. A-T-L-A-N-T-A. Put it all together. What does that spell? Atlanta. Go team. <laughs> so, yeah. So, who On is it? On the 11th day of Christmas, Adam said to me, 11 Desmond Ritters. I like your first one was better. Which one? The the Atlanta cheer where you spelled out Atlanta. That was better than than what that just was. That was me celebrating Christmas. I love Christmas. Adam's the Grinch. I'm not the Grinch. <clears throat> put it up and put it in a poll. Is that is Adam the Grinch? Unbelievable. It's gonna be it's gonna be in a poll. Oh, of course. I like Pauls. I know that's, you do. That was the side situations. I like the holiday season. I'm a fan. I love Christmas. I love Christmas. Never done Hanukkah. Never done Hanukkah. I can't. I can't. So I can't. I can't. I can't say that I that I love Hanukkah. I've been different. I have done Passover though. I have done Passover. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Passover Seder sick. <laughs> I shouldn't say sick, but <laughs> I mean it's it's fun. You get to drink a lot of wine. You, oh and... my god! You get to drink. <laughs> I was fucking destroyed. Passover <laughs> Seder. Oh my good god. Matzo ball soup is the best thing oh, ever invented. Matzo ball soup, I tell you. The, the, the Jewish people have given us many contributions to society. Perhaps none greater than matzo ball. Oh. Mwah. Close second, hollow French toast. Yeah. Yeah. Good shout. Good shout. Good shout. Yeah. And the and the third, I'll give you I'll give you a, a hot one, a local, a local one for all those. It's one of those, you know, if you know you know sort of things. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben's Deli. Oh, love Ben's. There you go. If you know, you know. I, I do know. I love Ben's. Oh, yes. I, I believe me. I know you do. <laughs> I'm a big, oh, corned beef on rye at Ben's. Chef's kiss. Mwah. <laughs> anyway, man, that was fun. I don't want to talk about this game. We can make it very quick if you'd like. 
Okay. So you're starting Bijan, you're starting Drake London, oh, yeah, you're yeah, starting yeah, yeah. Kyle Bijan, Pitts. Bijan, oh my god, smash play. Wrote about him in a column coming out on Friday on Fantasy Pros. Go check it out. Do yourself a favor. Make some money. Thank you. All right. And you're starting Drake London. Or are you? Um, It just stinks because if he were on any other team, this dude would just be a star. He's a flex. I don't love it. Floor, non-existent. Ceiling, almost non-existent. I know he had the big game last week. And what, so are the so odds, what are the odds that he even does half? We're not even talking about the same thing. No, no, no. We're talking about half of what he did last week. What are the odds that he goes five for 80? I don't know. Like Drake London sucks. I don't. I see. I think. I think that's a, no. That's a bad take. I think Drake I'm, London is really good. I think the situation that he's in is brutal for his overall fantasy production. And as long as he is a member of the Atlanta Falcons, there's just no way that he is ever going to be a consistent fantasy option unless they bring in stability at the quarterback position, which right now they just don't have. Yeah. So again, just. What are the odds that Drake London gets you five for 80? Do you think it's more likely that he gets you five for 80 or less likely that he gets you five for 80? Mind you, the Carolina Panthers are great against defending the wide receiver position. And JC Horn is going to be following Drake London all over the field. Me so not exactly a recipe for success. Me personally, it says... It screams, stay away. I can't see lightning striking twice. Do it again. Because before this, he had, I'm sorry, what against the New York Jets, Adam? What did Drake London do against the the New York Jets all the way back in week 13? He had one catch for eight yards on five targets. Yep. What's more likely, that he has one catch for eight yards on five targets or... That he goes 10 for 172 on 11 targets again. I know the easy answer. Yeah. The easy answer is that he's closer to his production against the Jets. Correct. Do it again. Then if he does it again, then we have a conversation. But also, it's the playoffs. Why are you hinging your playoff future on such a boomer busty kind of guy? Fair. Fair. That's true. Because, I don't know. It doesn't matter at this point where you draft a Drake London because he's a bust from a production standpoint. From a production standpoint, sure. Yeah, not, but like, you got to put your, you know, playtime's over. You're not, you got to put your team in the best position to win. And, you know, the sunk cost, the sunk cost fallacy, you don't get points for that in the playoffs. Being like, oh, well, I drafted this player in the third round or fourth round or fifth round. So I'm going to play him because I have to. It just, that's not how it works. We'll put it this way. Drake, Drake, I would be playing Drake London over Terry McLaurin. I'd be playing Drake London over Mari Cooper. I'd be playing Drake London over Deontay Johnson as of now. That could change, but as of now, that's how I have it. Well, that's a couple of receivers with okay quarterbacks and one elite quarterback, but mostly okay quarterbacks. Definitely one elite quarterback. No doubt. <laughs> I love that man. Good for him. Good for and him. It could make Carolina very easy, please. 
Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about Kyle Pitts. No, you're not starting Kyle Pitts. Okay. So Carolina, Carolina, you're not. I know Kyle anybody. Pitts scored last week. It's the same thing as Drake London. What's more likely, Kyle Pitts scores again or Kyle Pitts puts up a zero? Kyle Pitts puts up a zero. Exactly. Weirdly, the Panthers are also good against the tight ends. They have two shutouts against the tight end position. Yeah, they are. They are sneaky good against against tight ends. Yes. That was against Miami. And who has no tight ends who are worth talking about for fantasy. And, and if Tampa I remember correctly, Kyle Pitts had a dud week one against Carolina. He had 6.4 fantasy points in full yep, PPR. Yep, that's all I need to hear. No thanks. Yeah. And that was at home. Yep, I'm good. I'm good, thanks. All right, so Carolina is easy because you're not starting anybody. Chuba Hubbard, that's it. Okay. Chuba Hubbard, that is it. For volume and volume alone. He's a flex. Well, the thing though is that the Pan uh, the Falcons are the second best team against the run against running backs. They didn't allow a rushing touchdown all year until last until last week when Rashad White did it. Uh, actually, I think that was a receiving touchdown, or was it? Unless they have or, or was Rashad White short on that? That was a. It was a receiving it was a touchdown. It was a receiving touchdown. It was so a they receiving touchdown. Okay, so yeah, they haven't allowed a rushing touchdown all year to a running back. Correct, and they've yeah. only allowed a hundred yards rushing four times. But Hubbard, Hubbard is going to get the volume. Yeah, He's but get the volume, and but there's not going to be a situation, Adam, where the Falcons are blowing the doors off of the Panthers. Yeah, but you're not, once again, it's the playoffs. You're not putting your life in the hands of Chuba Hubbard going, this is a, a really bad matchup for him. I have no problem doing it because they're going to okay. have to run the ball in order in order to keep this competitive. The way that you keep this game close is by controlling the clock, running the ball, and giving Chuba Hubbard what he's basically done the last two weeks, which is 25 and 30 and 23 carries. That's also, the way also, you, 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 you get this done. And for what it's worth as well, name me another running back in, in this league right now that you can rattle off that's getting 25, 30 carries consistently every single week whose name is not Christian McCaffrey. Or Derrick Henry. Or Derrick Henry, sure. Hell, even... I should even rephrase. McCaffrey's getting... 20 to 25 touches. He's not even getting 20 to 25 carries. Shuba Hubbard is getting 20 to 25 carries. He's the guy. Yes, I, I have you, no I have no problem starting Hubbard. I have no problem doing it. I think that the Falcons are going to try and stack the box and make Bryce Young beat them with his arm. Sure, but do it at your own peril. Okay. Do it, do it at your own peril, because I don't think that the Atlanta secondary... It, the Atlanta secondary is good, but it's not good enough where you could put those guys on an island. Because we got to remember, Bryce Young, despite his struggles, he's still a professional quarterback at the end of the day. And, not for, for what it's worth, too, Bryce Young, six, the last six games in a row, has been under 200 yards passing. H how do you stop that? 
Or how do you try and counter that? You put, go jumbo on your offensive line. You bring in the big guns, max protection, and you get Chuba Hubbard the ball. At the end of the day, there's only so many guys you could put you could put on that line for 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 the defense. Yeah, no, you're right, but I just don't. I don't know. I don't see it. What's his projection? What's his projection for the week? Twelve point four. I'll make you a bet. He goes over that. <laughs> okay. How much you want to bet? It's a handshake agreement. Handshake agreement. Yeah, for pride. We'll talk. We'll talk off it. Oh, for for pride. Yeah, for pride. Okay, that's fine. For pride, so I can I can come on on Sunday and smile. Okay. Well, actually, you know, it sucks because back in the day when we were in college, we we bet breakfast on this yeah. sort of thing. I... Yeah. Yeah. No, I was I was gonna say something, but I'm not I'm not gonna say it. But... Does Chuba need a touchdown for him to be super startable? Yes. Is it likely that he gets that touchdown? Probably not. But at the end of the day, there's no running back out there that you're probably going to find for what Chuba Hubbard costs you to get that's going to get you 20 carries. And I would bet my life that Chuba Hubbard is going to get 20 carries in this game. Maybe that's the bet. Maybe the bet is that that Chuba is going to get 20 carries. Well, that's not not what I'm arguing. It's efficiency is what it is. Okay, okay. Then, yeah, I'll, I'll say Chuba Hubbard is more efficient than you think. Okay, we'll just, we'll bet on the projection. If yeah, he gets that's fine. more than his projection. That's fine. Okay, great. Virtual handshake. Virtual handshake. There you go. Yeah, where do I have Hubbard in my ranks? He is by RB twenty eight. All right, all right. So it's this. Who would you rather start, Chuba Hubbard or James Conner? Uh, I think I'd rather start James Conner. I have Conner higher. In full. Hubbard. Yeah, in full. Yeah, definitely yeah, Conner. I have Conner higher. Uh, Chuba or Zeke? Ooh, that's tough. Probably Zeke. I have Zeke a lot higher. Uh, Chuba or Brian Robinson? Uh, Brian Robinson. I have Chuba higher. Chuba or Jarek McKinnon? If there's no Pacheco. Pacheco? Yeah. I'd rather start Chuba. I have Chuba higher. And then the last one I'll give you, Chuba or Najee? Uh, I'd rather have Najee Harris. I'd rather I'd start rather Najee Chuba. Harris. I'd rather Interesting. Chuba. Yep. And you're not starting Adam All Thielen. right. You're not starting Adam Thielen. No, 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 no. Yeah. He has not had his, su- his song sung in a while, but he hasn't deserved it. He gets his song sung when he deserves it. That's fair. It's just it's a it's such a catchy, catchy tune. I love it. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody's ever turned that into an actual song. I don't think I've ever I've ever uh heard that anywhere. What? <laughs> the song that that's based off of? What, they've never made a remake to make it an Adam Thielen version? Yeah, they should. It, listen, if Adam Thielen were on the Dallas Cowboys, I would. <laughs> you go down to a recording studio, be like, "Listen, don't ask questions. Who needs I want to make a remix I, of I, I, I got all I need right here. <laughs> okay, the acoustics, the acoustics might suck, but podcast comes out fine. It does. Well, I'm looking forward to w- to when that happens because I want to see how it turns out. 
Yeah, you and I both. All right, next game, Commanders at Rams. We already kind of teased this game um, a little bit, but who are you starting out of the Commanders here? Powell, Robinson's a flex, McLaurin's a flex, and that's it. Yeah, Dotson's too finicky, volatile. Yeah, too- yeah, yeah. To start in a playoff game. And Logan Thomas is also kind of just like meh. Yeah, very meh. Touchdown dependent. And then with the Rams, we already talked about Matt Stafford, basically. Great. He's song. a great, great stream. Unbelievable stream. Yep. Kyron Williams, must start. Great. Yep. Puka, Cooper Cup, start. all that stuff. Start. Yep. Puka and Anybody Cup. else? Fire him up. Uh, nope. That's it. All right. Cool. I love it when it's easy. All right, next it's one up. of those where it's like you're starting your big guys. There are no trick questions on this test. No, there really aren't. There's not a lot of tr- not, a lot of, not a lot of trick questions this week. There really aren't. Yeah. Um, another game that's gonna be pretty easy: the Niners in Arizona to play the Cardinals. You're starting everybody on the Niners. Yeah. They're, yeah. We, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Within reason. Deep Debo league winner, man. Oh man. Yeah, we were wrong about Debo Samuel. No, no, I wouldn't say that. Oh, you were you were on that train? Okay, I was wrong about Debo Samuel. You could say you were wrong about Debo. You could say you were wrong about Debo Samuel. I think I was right about Debo Samuel. I was just like I didn't want to want anything to do with Debo Samuel because I'm like, you know, the the draft pick is going to be too high. You know, can he do it again? one-year wonder, all that stuff. He's had six good games this year. He's had five Matt games, and he's been injured for two. Yeah, it's actually, such a mixed bag. Well, that's Debo Samuel. Now, granted, that's... granted, if you're in the business of, I'll take I'll take the booms and ride with the bus and the injuries, then that's fine. Then that's completely fine. That, may, that might be the reason why I don't like Debo Samuel, because I just am not. I'm not the kind of guy that is just so boom or no boom. I like boom and a little boom. That's probably why I I don't like him either. Because I like players with floors. And Debo Samuel has no floor. He he has zero (laughs) floor. Zero. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's that for the Niners. Um, for the Cardinals, I mean, it's going to be real tough for everybody involved on the Cardinals. Yeah, this is going to be a, t- a tough matchup for sure. But uh, Kyler is like a super flex option. You might have to. Um, 12 team leagues, I think you could find better. Probably James Conner is a low end RB2, high end flex. And Hollywood is outside the starting range. And then Trey McBride, you're firing up. Yeah. You no arguments for me. You can't pick McBride right now. You can't. No, he's too hot. He's too hot right now. That McBride, he's too hot right now. I'm, tell- I'm telling you right now, <laughs> Trey McBride, that's one of the biggest regrets. Him and Kincaid, I didn't buy them in Dynasty, and I'm fucking kicking myself. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's rough, but honestly, you didn't know. Well, for Kincaid, maybe a little bit, but Trey McBride, who would have thought? Oh, Kincaid, Kincaid, I held out for as long as I possibly could. I was trying to get him him in a first for Ayuk, and just the manager did, didn't 
didn't budge. And I was like, all right. All right, I'll just I'll just take the uh I'll take the second that you're offering. Yeah, it happens. All right, well that's it for Sunday. We have one more game, and that is on Monday night football. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles in Seattle to play the Seahawks to try to snap their two-game losing streak. And yeah, so this game could either be awesome or a shit show. Yep. Over under for this game is at 47.5. So that shows you how people think are, are thinking about this currently. Six straight Monday night Monday night games, too. The underdog is one. Yeah. So, Seahawks oh. are currently plus three and a half. Oh God! If the Seahawks, with potentially Drew Locke at quarterback, beat the Please Eagles, they would be on more. They would be on a higher fraud watch than the Dolphins were after Monday. I'm begging to the Lord <laughs> Jesus, all the angels and saints, to you, my brothers and sisters, that the Seattle Seahawks find a way to win this fucking game. <laughs> they are at home, so that helps. Ugh. I'd be so happy. I would be so happy. Yeah. So f- let's start with the Eagles. Sure. Who- so you're starting Jalen Hurts, obviously. Yep. DeAndre Swift? Mm, I wouldn't want to. It's yeah. been really stinky. It's been really stinky. Kenny Gainwell was getting a, t- a ton of reps. Um didn't get a ton of touches last week versus Dallas, only at four, but was on the field a ton. And DeAndre Swift did not catch a single pass last week in a game that they were trailing by a million. Um, the coaching staff loves Kenny Gaywell for some reason. It's worrying. It, it, it's really, really worrying for, for DeAndre Swift right now. And I, I personally, me, I wouldn't do it. Well, it's funny because there was that report over the offseason that I keep thinking about that you talked about on this show. It was like Kenny Gainwell is going to be like the leader of the backfield or something like that. Like he was going to get, he was still going to get carries, even though well, the Eagles I mean, signed DeAndre Swift. Yeah, and then De- and then DeAndre Swift. Uh, the difference has been DeAndre Swift has stayed healthy this year, and Kenny Gainwell has not. Yeah. Well, Kenny Gainwell has only missed one game. So yeah, but he's been also battling things throughout the year, which is which is what I was implying. Right. Well, it's been weird too. Uh, no, never mind. I forgot where I was going with this. It's just been it's not it's not been fun for Swift. No, it, had, it, it, it's it's not been fun for any of these running backs because when they're on the one yard line, what are the Eagles going and doing? They're they're going for the touch push. Yeah, I mean that's that's just the reality of the situation. Indeed, it is. Yes. Um, and then the receivers. You're starting AJ Brown. Yep. And the Devontae Smith conversation. Uh, you start him. Okay. You start him. Yeah. Give him another week. Give him another week. And if we see this Eagles offense high flying and Devontae Smith is not part of the game plan and Dallas Goddard is, um, I can come on here next week and I could say I was right. And we have a conversation about Smith. But for now, Smith's fine. He's my wide receiver 17 this week. He's fine. And then Dallas Goddard. A low-end starting option probably needs a touchdown. All right. Well, let's see the injury report for Seattle. It's not out yet. It's not out yet? No, it's not out yet. They have an extra day. 
Oh, right. If, if anything, they'd have an estimation, but I, I don't even think that's out. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It's just questionable all around for Gino. So, I mean, Seattle, I don't know. It's it's just two different conversations with Geno Smith versus Drew Locke. Geno plays, I could be interested. I don't think he's going to, though. So the answer is no. Yeah, and could Drew Locke. I've, I've heard nothing yet, so you can't shit on me if I'm wrong, but my gut call says probably not. Yeah, well, either way, you like Kenneth Walker and or you don't. I really want to like Kenneth Walker. But there's just something about this matchup that says stay away. I don't know what it is. The Eagles have been bleeding points to running backs, and it just screams like this is a potential game where Kenneth Walker could be very, very good. I just don't know what's keeping me from saying absolutely yes. But yes. Yeah. I feel like if you have Walker and he plays on a Monday night too, I feel like you have to start him. Since the bye, the Philadelphia Eagles have allowed 20 points to the running back position three times out of four. It's helpful. So. Definitely AIDS Walker's case. He's an RB2. He's an RB2 for me right now. Um, More mid RB2 than he is high end RB2, which is where I would normally have him. Yeah. Like you might see that they they have a high uh, ranking against running backs on ESPN Fantasy. But earlier in the season, they were, they were, you know, they put the clamps on a lot of running backs. Yeah. Um, And that is what influences the rankings. But as of late, they have been terrible against the run. Yeah, defense late as of late has been as a whole has been terrible. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, what we kind of talked about when we were talking about the Eagles in Dallas, the um, whole you know the, their secondary isn't that great, hasn't been that great either. And you know what does that mean for DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and JSN and all those guys? Oh, Metcalf, I think, is a smash play this week. I love DK Metcalf this week. He's a top 10 play for me. You're firing him up 100%. In deeper leagues, I don't hate Lockett and I don't hate JSN. I don't hate it. 10 team, yeah. probably out of the starting range. In 12, if you said to me you had to start him as a flex, I wouldn't hate that. The Philadelphia Eagles have allowed a receiver touchdown in every game but one. Take, take a wild guess as to which game that was that they didn't allow a touchdown. Oh, excuse me. A receiver touchdown. I'm going to place my bet here, and I'm going to say that the only reason why you'd be bringing that stat up is because they played the New York Jets, and the New York Jets did not allow or did not have a receiver score a touchdown against them. So I'm going to say, who are the New York Jets, Adam? Correct. I've won Jeopardy. Whoopee. Yes, whoopee. But yes, the all that to say that the Eagles are terrible against receivers. And they lost that game. Or they, yeah, they lost that game. So Yeah, they did. 
Yeah, they lost that game. So maybe if teams want to beat want to beat the Philadelphia Eagles, just don't score. Don't have your receivers score a touchdown. Well, I mean, since they're by, they've allowed eight. No, they've allowed nine receiving touchdowns or receiver touchdowns. That's brutal. Yeah, that's brutal. It is absolutely brutal. And then, yeah, is uh, is that it? Or anybody else? No, that's it. That's it. No, no, fan. Absolutely not. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcast. For my co-host at Birdsell, I'm Adam Caster. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.